of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. God is good, and all the time, God is good, and all the time, God is good, all the time, He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time Through the darkest night His light will shine God is good God is good all the time
and all the time. God is good and all the time. <laughs>
God blessed me yesterday. So, remember I was talking about having my own network? Well, yesterday God had somebody send me the money to to, to at least um, the, the upfront money I need to do that. So I'm going to be um, looking into that. Also, if you... Um, if you need a, a computer, I got some computers. They're 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 pretty high speed just for, um, you know, maybe just listening and doing. But they're they're modern. They're they're um they're pretty high speed. I want you to write me a letter. I I got some I'm gonna get rid of because they also sent me enough money to buy. <laughs> Um, some equipment. So I'm I'm thanking God for that. But listen, write this word down. You can't write it in the chat room. You don't. You don't need to be writing in the chat room. You need to get this word written in your heart. Write the word coalescence down. C O A L E S C E N C E. Coalescence. Coalescence. And the the Holy Spirit said, the coalescence of himself and the human spirit equal regeneration. So you see, the word coalescence means to 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 unite to bring together as i was trying to get this thing the holy spirit was bringing to my understanding in the bride of christ divinity and the human spirit are brought together and mixed to make one beautiful coalesced soul. And I said, boy, this is going to be, okay, God, I'm understanding you maybe. But this is what the Lord said. Jesus' soul within mankind I said, okay, God, you want me to do it at a fifth grade level? You got to give it to me at a fifth grade level. Holy Spirit said, okay, Erica. Jesus' soul within mankind, the Holy Spirit must be coalesced, brought together, and mixed to make one new person. Here it is broken down. Jesus' heart, Jesus' mind, Jesus' will, Jesus' emotions, and Jesus' intellect brought into you by the indwelling Holy Spirit must coalesce with your human spirit. Did you hear me? In order for you to be able to even live holy, comprehend holiness, and appropriate everything that God has for you as the bride of Christ. See, you done gone from being saved into becoming the bride of Christ. And that was 
made so clear to me by someone that I was talking to, <clears throat> excuse me, yesterday. There was a book I read about, uh, gosh, 25, 30 years ago. And it said, if you marry a child, you're still going to have to wait for them to grow up. If you marry a child, you're still going to have to wait for them to grow up. And when I read that book way back then, I realized that some people marry children. What you mean, Erica? I, I'm, if you marry somebody and they suffer from arrested development, you married a child. If you married somebody with the Peter Pan syndrome, you married a child and they don't even want to grow up. And so <clears throat> I was thinking, we receive God's own Holy Spirit in order for the coalescing to take place within our spirit. And I never really looked at it like that before because if you don't yield to God, it can it, you, you can never experience it. If you don't um, yield to the spirit of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you won't even receive the authentic baptism in the Lord Jesus Christ. And without it, how can you you still have that love where you think that I don't know. I, I don't know really how to how to how to well, I'ma just go on like this. Remember when um John the Baptist that's how God broke it down to me. He said, I want you to just Take a look at John the Baptist. He said, I want you to take a look at the soul of John the Baptist. The soul of John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus. And Jesus declared about John that among those that are born of women, there's not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. That'd be Luke chapter 7, verse 28. Jesus lifted John as high as any human being could be lifted. Now, you got to remember, John the Baptist's father, God brought me all the way back through this, Zacharias, was given a prophecy about his son. He was given a prophecy from the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord told Zacharias, speaking about John, that he's going to be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall not drink neither wine nor strong drink, and that he was going to be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. That was Luke 1 and 15. And that he was going to go before Jesus in the spirit and power of Elias, Isaiah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, John's mother, Elizabeth, who happened to have been, I guess, um, Mary's uh, relative, 
Elizabeth was filled with God's own Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost supernaturally by God. When she came into the very presence of her uh, cousin, Mary, it says that the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, which is God's own spirit, supernaturally spoke a prophecy through Elizabeth to Mary, saying, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. You see, the parents that the Lord gave John were devout children of God. However, John's father, although a great man, a man of God, John's father doubted when the angel told him that he and his wife would have a son in their old age. Now, because of that doubt, angel, not God, an angel of God struck Zacharias dumb and deaf. And he could not speak at all until after John was born. Do you think maybe God didn't want Zacharias to say something negative that would abort or um, harm what he, God, had placed in Elizabeth's womb? Do you think that might have been the case? I don't know, but eight days after John was born, Zacharias and Elizabeth took John to be circumcised. And on that day, Zacharias was able to speak again. And the Lord prophesied through him because he was a priest, a priest in the tabernacle. So the Lord prophesied through Zechariah's mouth that he had shut up concerning his son John. Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, and thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. You see, the Holy Spirit at that point was letting me know I need to study the coalescence of the Holy Spirit in the personalities, in the bodies of God's people. John grew, and the Bible says he waxed strong in spirit and was in the desert. You see, John the Baptist had been taught by the Spirit while he was living in the desert. So he was strong in the Holy Spirit. And he was powerful in calling people to repentance. The Bible says that in Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. He said, John went around saying, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John was called the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The Bible says that many people went out to see John and they were baptized of John in the Jordan River confessing their sins. Matthew chapter 3. You see, John 
was full of goodness and mercy. But John also put forth judgment with no hesitation. Example, when he saw some uh, uh, the, the religious Pharisees and the Sadducees, he said to them, Oh, you generation of snakes, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. John proclaimed, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I am. Whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Matthew 3, 11, 12. <clears throat> you see, brothers and sisters, John's spirit intermixed with God's own Holy Spirit. And it was very fitting that John was the one who baptized Jesus. Then cometh Jesus, <coughs> excuse me, from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and look at this. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. John came to bear witness of the light of Jesus, the Son of God, and we must bear witness to that same light. Jesus is the light of salvation that delivers people from sin and brings them to the eternal light of heaven. The Bible says that John saw Jesus again the next day, and testified of seeing him be baptized in the Holy Ghost. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man, which is preferred before me, for he was before me, and I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come, baptizing with water. Now look at this. And John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. That would be John 1. 29 through 32. You see, look at this. When Jesus had first come to John, John didn't know who he was. But God had already told John how he would know when he had seen Jesus. He said, I knew him not. 
but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining. Look, descending and remaining on him. The same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. John saw the Spirit not only descend upon Jesus, but remain upon Jesus. Now you need to think about this. As the very Son of God, Jesus didn't need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost any more than Jesus needed to be baptized in water. However, Praise God, as the Son of Man, and as our elder brother, Jesus did. When Jesus was on earth, Jesus was related to the human race. And Jesus is the example that we must follow. As the Son of Man, it was necessary for Jesus to be baptized in water, and for Jesus to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Some people say they don't need the Holy Spirit. They don't need the Holy Ghost. Why would they think that when even Jesus needed the baptism in the Holy Spirit? You see, John declared that Jesus would baptize people with God's own Holy Spirit. Jesus showed us that the baptism in the Holy Ghost is necessary for there to be a coalescence, hallelujah, of the Holy Spirit and the human spirit in a person. Jesus showed us that the baptism in God's own Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, is necessary for there to be a fusion, a coalescence of God's own Holy Spirit and with the human spirit in a person. Jesus showed us that the baptism in the Holy Ghost is necessary for there to be, hear me this morning, a union, a coalescence, a mixing, a blending of God's own Holy Spirit and the human spirit within a person. Jesus showed us that the baptism in the Holy Ghost, in God's own Holy Spirit, is necessary in order for there to be a coalescence of God's own Holy Spirit and the human spirit in a person. Coalescence is the joining or merging, hallelujah, of God's own divine nature or self with your own human spirit in order to form the new man, the new creation, the regeneration within you. You see, John's ministry and Jesus' baptism are also recorded in the Gospel of Mark. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Make his path straight. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. John did baptize in the wilderness. John did preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. 
many, many were baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And he told them repeatedly, I'm not the one. I have indeed baptized you with water. But Jesus shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And then Jesus came to Nazareth and was baptized of John in the Jordan. Now I want you to hear this. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. But he saw it, and then the Bible says, there came a voice from heaven. God announced to the earth realm. God announced to this world. God announced even to the Son of Man, Jesus. God announced Jesus, the Son of Man. Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Brothers and sisters, understand this. Right after Jesus was baptized, right after the coalescence, the union, the mixing of God's Holy Spirit with the human spirit in the human son of man who was also the son of God. And God said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. The Bible says immediately, immediately, hallelujah, immediately, the spirit that had entered into John, that had coalesced with his human spirit, the spirit drove the son of man into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. You see, the process of Jesus, the Son of Man, coming into or growing together to form that new creation within the Son of Man. Jesus and the mix of the coalescing of his human spirit with God's own Holy Spirit was going to be tested. God ain't trying to test your flesh. There had to be a testing. The Son of Man that became a new man, yet he was the Son of God. He had to know what the fruit would be. He had to know what the mixing of his human spirit with the divine spirit, the divine nature of God. He had to know what he had. He had to know what was the fruit of the coalescing? What was the fruit? And could he stand as the Son of Man? He had to go. He was led by the Spirit of God to test 
and be tested of the new man that he had become through the regeneration, through the washing of his soul and spirit, regeneration. It wasn't so much his soul at that point. He had become a new man through the mixing together, through the regeneration of his human spirit with the divine nature of the spirit of God. What kind of mix, what kind of coalescence do you have? Are you still mixed up with the world? I want to tell you this morning. If you do not have a good mix with God's own Holy Spirit and your human spirit, You're going to always say it's hard for you. Because you're not walking. You're not living. And you have not been delivered from darkness to light. If you're not living, as a new creation made by God, you haven't been delivered from your sin nature. If you have rejected the coalescing, the union, the coming together, of your human spirit by the regeneration which is miraculous and supernatural. You're not able to prepare the way of the Lord. You're not able to make straight in the desert a highway for our God. You see, the voice of the bride, the voice of the bridegroom, The voice of the bridal company will be coalesced together with God's own Holy Spirit as one voice, as one body of Christ, sending forth the gospel to the whole world in love, in demonstration, in power. Brothers and sisters, the voice of the bride today to stop hypocrites dead in their tracks just like the voice of John the Baptist stopped them. There's going to be great coalescence with God's own Holy Spirit. John had not come to baptize sinners because water will not wash away sin. Only the blood of Jesus 
can wash away sins. Water baptism is an outward demonstration of an inward change. Brothers and sisters, many of you need to repent. Many of you need to tell God I'm sorry. I confess you with my mouth. But when the pressure gets hot, I fall back to the ways of the world. When the pain gets great, I fall back for relief from the world. Jesus said, when he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, Follow me, and I will make you pictures of men. That voice had power and greatness because a coalescence had taken place in the Son of Man. Brothers and sisters, Have you really been born again? Do you really have God's own Holy Spirit living, breathing, moving, walking, talking through you? Are you a demonstration on this earth of what that looks like? You've given up too much. To the devil. The devil devil deliberately wants you to remain in bondage. He wants you to remain in pain. He wants you to remain broke, busted, and disgusted. But I'm here to tell you today. Jesus says to the utmost. Jesus saved you because God, God wants to live and move and operate out of you. Brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of God. But he won't violate your will. He won't, he can't live. He cannot operate. Not being in co-union with you. Not living to your regenerated Holy Spirit. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Change. Deliverance by itself is fruitless. It's just the beginning. It's not a lifelong uh, misery journey. God is good. God is great. God is loving. God is kind. And he doesn't need any outside help. He requires inside help from within your spirit, from within your regeneration, from within your coalescence. With him, within your yielding and understanding, Christ in you, the hope of glory for the world, Christ in you, but he doesn't want to remain in you. 
want to come out of you and touch the world, brothers and sisters. Come back home. Come back home. Repent. Yeah, you have gifts, but without Christ, you're nothing. God loves you. God had Jesus save you for himself. God has Jesus available to deliver you for himself. God heals you, anoints, appoints, calls, and sends you out for himself. Brothers and sisters, get what you need. You don't get it outside of God. You can't move outside of Jesus because if you have truly been born again, you are in co-union. You have been mixed together with his own Holy Spirit.
Remember I told you that I was going to open this church up the first of the year. I will be doing a live every uh, first Saturday. I'll be doing a live um, integrated healing prayer ministry service right here at Jesus Believers Church. That's going to be every Saturday. The teaching will be in the morning, and the deliverance will be in the evening. If you do not come to the teaching, then you will not be able to get into the deliverance uh, service. So as of of, um, the, the, the same week we start to pass, as of Saturday, uh, January the 9th, that would be the first service. And then from there after, every Saturday, every first Saturday, I'll be doing uh, public uh, services right here at Jesus Believers Church, 508 Sheridan Avenue, Dalton, Georgia, 30721. I'll be ministering salvation, deliverance, healing. And one night every week, I'm going to do uh, a Bible, Bible teaching. And, and then one night I'm going to have, well, I might not do it myself, but I'll have it on here. Uh, and then I will do uh, teaching myself. I'm going to go through the whole Bible this year, um, one day a week. And then I'll have a deliverance teaching, and then I'm going to have overpowering spiritual witchcraft. So that would be three nights a week of teaching. Um, Bible reading and overpowering spiritual witchcraft. And uh, I think in my teaching, I'm going to teach people how to walk in power. And um, I, I, I'll be doing most of that impartation and laying hands on uh, the first Saturday of every month. I've been working these things out as God would have them to be. So you got that. The first Saturday, though, that's settled. The first Saturday, I'll be doing uh, a, a mass deliverance service. Every Saturday, the teaching will be in the morning. The deliverance will be in the evening. Got that? I am so excited. I'm just so glad God has opened, opened, opened this back up for me again. I thank him. And I thank you. I thank you. I just want you to trust him. I just want you to trust him in you. And and watch what happens. Watch. Yeah. 